Welcome to a view from the top of the goalpost. I am your host, Diesel. I'm here in Diesel's Dapper Dungeon of Delight, and I am very dapper today because I found out last night that McDonald's has their bagel breakfast sandwiches back, and I had one this morning, and I am very happy about that because I love the McDonald's bagel breakfast sandwiches. They're not paying me to say that, so this is not sponsored, so yeah. Anyways, I am joined by someone who did not have a McDonald's bagels breakfast sandwich this morning, but he is the divisional picking master, and he is in the cave, and he is the Dadalac, Chad. Funny enough, I might not have had a breakfast or a bagel breakfast sandwich from McDonald's, but I did have a McDonald's breakfast burrito for breakfast this morning after I went to the dentist. So... It was a McDonald's kind of day. It is snowing out, so whatever. Yes, but hello. I am Chad. I am here in the cave. Did not update the board again because I didn't need to. But I did it all four games right last week, so ba-ba! You get McDonald's to sponsor us. should get uh, what's-his-face on that. Ronald? No, that's, that's Ronald McDonald. I'm talking about... Uh, our uh, intern that I cannot remember his name right now, Channing. Oh, Get Channing yeah. on that. All right, yeah, I'll tell Channing to work on getting us a sponsorship yeah. with McDonald's. Call up Ronald McDonald. Put it, move it to the top of the docket right now. Anyway, so got some football. Football. Now, last week was uh, the divisional round, and Chad is the divisional picking master as he went four and zero last week, and I went on a limb, especially with that Cowboys game. The Bills, like I said last week, the Bills-Cincinnati game before the game was 50-50. Uh, the fake DeMar Hamlin uh, thing didn't really help the Bills, I guess, huh? Because, no. I mean, I I mean, we're avid watchers of wrestling, and that, that smells of a work. Like, you never saw his face. Like, it just, like, even when he was in the booth, there was, like, the shadow, like... It just looked like it was staged, and maybe it was him, and I'm just sounding like an idiot, but I don't know. Something smells fishy, and we were weren't in Miami. We're very jaded individuals. And we weren't in Miami, so I don't know where that fish smell was coming from. But uh, anyways, yeah, um, we had two games this week. Oh, yeah, I went uh, two and two, obviously. So Chad is an eight and two in the playoffs, and I am, uh, what is that, six and four? So that doesn't add up. Yeah, it does. That's 10 games. Yeah, it works. That's 100% um, added up. Good job, Diesel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got to fill the show somehow because it's going to be such a short one. So I got to make some mistakes so I can ramble. But man, so we got two games to talk about this week. Conference championship weekend. It's exciting. I truly believe that the best two teams in each conference are playing for the conference championship i think that cincinnati would have beaten buffalo on that monday night and would have probably got the two seed so i feel like in all essence we have a battle of both one and two seeds i would uh, I agree with that yeah i i definitely think cincinnati was the better team and i've been down on they buffalo even through their win streak i didn't care just didn't think they were a great team and cincinnati trounced them so we got the first game on Sunday at 2 p.m. It is the NFC Championship. The 15-4 and 4 San Francisco 49ers are traveling to 
The one seed, 15 and three, Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are favored by two and a half. Over under a 46 and a half. And this game is nuts. This is the heavyweight fight that everybody pretty much expected that we would get to at this point of the season. Um, I kind of was rooting against it just because I don't really like either of these teams and I really don't like San Francisco. But yeah, it's it's going to be a really good game regardless because it's Philadelphia and San Francisco, probably the two most consistent teams in the NFC. And they, like when they're on, they're easily the best teams in the NFC. Last week, Philadelphia just like, showed that that week off and that weird week in week 18 didn't matter because they just dominated the Giants. The Giants didn't even have a chance. Philadelphia looked like they can beat anybody. And I'm actually picking them in this game because, I mean, San Francisco, they faltered a little bit against Dallas. Like, they left the door open for Dallas, like, almost that entire game. And Dak Prescott just says, no, the door's open. You're supposed to shut it. Here you go, San Francisco. And you throw another pick or something like that. Uh, it, Dallas looked really bad in that game. San Francisco looked good. I'm not going to say that they played down to Dallas, but, like, they just they just left the door open. Like, it seemed like there was always that moment where maybe Dak was going to get it together. They're going to drive down the field and put something together and, just didn't happen but uh san francisco ended up winning that game and i don't know i just feel like right now philadelphia is the better team i know that i've said multiple times i don't know who's gonna beat san francisco but i don't know i think philadelphia they're just they look like champions and i don't know if i exactly see champions in san francisco they can do it they're not gonna put it past them but i just look at philadelphia and i see more than them losing right here all right so first of all to talk about the two games last week i say first of all that eagles giants game was vastly disappointing and i do think the eagles looked absolutely phenomenal in that game but i think we should temper it just a little bit with the giants were basically the third string giants and don't get me wrong i know they housed the, they didn't house them either, but they beat the Vikings the week before and scored some points. But the Vikings defense was absolutely atrocious. Like, record-settingly bad defense that the Vikings had. So, also, that was something that had to be tempered. So, this absolute decimation that the Eagles put on the Giants, I just... I don't know if it's a little bit of fool's gold here. Because I do think the Giant or the Eagles are a phenomenal team. I've been saying it all year. Every time we brought up the 49ers and who's going to beat the 49ers, I've said every single time, I want to see them against the Eagles. Is this Eagles team healthy enough? Like, is Jalen Hurts healthy enough? Because he says it's not affecting his throwing arm, but he says it hurts when he goes down. Now, he ran pretty well in this game against the Giants, but once again, this Giants defense was mostly... That team was down to third and fourth stringers. Like, that team was hurt. It was beat up. Their number one wide receiver, Ricky James, I think is, like, a fourth or fifth round drafted receiver. Like, that's who their number one option was at wide receiver. The Giants were beat that's up. That's not fair. There's a lot of late round wide receivers that become stars in the league, okay? So, 
I know. That's not he, fair. Like, there's hidden gems all over the place. You, you're a fan of Tom Brady who was drafted at 199, okay? The I go. know, but he, he was still the fourth guy on the depth chart when the season I started. I understand. That, that's more – that's a better way of putting, like, labeling a guy rather than a fourth or fifth rounder because I don't like how people do that because there's so many people that are undrafted that make a difference in the league. Like, look for uh, – instance um well see now i can't remember his name uh yeah i totally derailed this whole thing i'm sorry uh the guy that was just fired by the badgers played for the ravens jim and the bills jim letter there you go he was undrafted and he had he a great, great career multiple teams bills ravens and jets but yes i so i think the eagles are a great Phenomenal football team. I thought they'd been good all year. But is that offensive line healthy enough? And is Jalen Hurts healthy enough? And A.J. Brown didn't show up in this game. And A.J. Brown's been really good this year, but he's also been kind of a guy who disappears every once in a while. And yeah, Devontae Smith picked it up, and they didn't really need him in this game against the Giants. But they're sure as hell going to need him this week against this 49ers defense. And don't get me wrong, I know that this offense looked kind of poor, This last week, only putting up 19 points against, though, the Dallas Cowboys defense, who, while looked a little bad near the end of the season, there were points during the season where we thought they were the number one defense in the entire NFL. And they played like it this last week against 49ers. This was a defensive slugfest. Is this going to be a defensive slugfest this week in Philadelphia? I don't know. I don't know. I don't like this game because... Both teams, I feel, the performance in the divisional round, I don't know how much stock to take from it to go forward into this game. Because they both played, the Eagles played such an opponent that was so beaten up, and, like, they were, the Giants shouldn't have been there. Let's, Let's be straight up honest about it. There's no way in hell the Giants should have been in the divisional round playoffs. Just, that team was not a divisional round playoff team. And they showed it against the Eagles. Now, on the other hand, the Cowboys for sure were a divisional round football team. And the 49ers, while leaving the door open, they did beat them. They are the ones that they slammed the door in their face eventually, forcing Dak Prescott into some terrible, terrible mistakes. But also, that was Dak. Dak had a case of the turnovers all year, and he just couldn't get past that. So do I temper that? I don't know which way I want to go with this game at all. I know which way I'm going in the AFC game. And I, I could just I have a feeling in that game. True. I think we're on the same page in that one. Yeah. We haven't talked about it, but I have a feeling. But this NFC game, I have no clue which way to go. And with that, I think in that instance, I'm going to pick against you, Diesel, and I'm going to take the 49ers. I think the defense travels, and I think that this is another defensive slugfest where if the 49ers can keep the score down, I love the 49ers in this game. If it gets to a shootout, I don't like the 49ers anymore. Like, if the Eagles offense can cook, don't get me wrong, I love Mr. Irrelevant, and I think they should stick with him going forward and try and shop Jimmy G or Trey Lance, because I think... Their trade market is way better than Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy. But he's a good, he's a decent quarterback, and I think he can grow with him. 
sidebar then. What do you think if they wanted to shop Trey Lance, what they would get for him? They wouldn't get anywhere near what they spent to get him. They gave him three first round picks for him. So, like, he wouldn't even think that you would get a first rounder back for him at this point. I don't know if you could get, you might be able to get like a late first rounder, but I think you could definitely get a second round, a few, a couple second rounders and maybe a third rounder. And I think with the way this 49ers team is already constructed, really, they just need to recoup some sort of picks. Like, they just need to have some picks in these upcoming drafts because right now they don't have any. I mean, by doing that, they would also have to, like, eat a piece of humble pie and be like, yeah, we failed. And you know that John Lynch, he's not one of those kind of people, I don't think, that's going to be like, yeah, I made a mistake here in drafting this guy. I think that, I mean, he made his bet. I think they're going to have to stick with it. I mean, definitely Jimmy G, he's gone. But I do think that, I mean... They're going to go into camp and they're going to say that it's a quarterback battle, but I have a feeling that Trey Lance is going to win it. Unless Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or whoever comes in and joins that battle. Who knows? But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they're not going to want to shop Trey Lance. I mean, I'm not saying that you were saying that they were just, this is just my personal like thought. I don't think they want to, Chop Trey Lance just because of what they spent to get him, and nobody wants to admit that they're wrong, especially in the NFL. See, and the thing is, I don't think you have to admit that you're wrong, really. This is one of those situations where you're not really admitting you're wrong, especially if you're trying to shop him for high draft picks. This is a situation where you just happen to fall into a windfall of a quarterback at the final, you know, spot in the draft. You got Brock Purdy, and he turns out, hey, he's a solid quarterback. Hey, Trey Lance. We just don't have a spot for him right now. Like, he got hurt last year. It's not that he played poorly or anything like that. We just have too many quarterbacks. So that's the only way that I can see, especially because I do agree. I don't think any any GM in the entire NFL is going to admit they're wrong, especially on a quarterback who they traded up to get and spent so much on. But I think in that weird way, you can rationalize it. And so you're not saying you're wrong. You're just saying I was so right about so many things that I have a I have a surplus of quarterbacks now. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I, this is the same situation they were going into last year in the NFC Championship game. Like, is Jimmy G going to be back? And everyone's like, no, definitely not, unless he wins the Super Bowl, which didn't happen. And yeah, he came back, and it was worked out for them a little bit. But it turns out that they didn't need him. <laughs> like, it's so weird. That's also my thing with Philadelphia winning this game is, I mean, neither of these quarterbacks have been in this situation before, but I don't know. Brock Purdy is making his eighth start of the NFL. Jalen Hurts has played for multiple seasons. He's never, like I said, never played in a game as big as this, so he doesn't have that that advantage. But I don't know that defense. I mean, the Cowboys' defense couldn't really do it to Brock Purdy, and I thought they might give him a little more trouble, but it's also the reason they only scored 19 is because Cowboys' defense is that good. I don't know. This Eagles' defense is on par with the Cowboys' defense. It's – I don't know. It's going to be a good game. I don't think it's going to be like the Eagles-Giants or even San Francisco-Dallas. I think we're going to get a different game, and wouldn't it be awesome if it went into overtime? Like, 
This is the game. Like, if there was a game that went into overtime, I want it to be this one. Or even the next one and just do the same thing they did last year in the NFC Championship. I'd be great. I'd go with that as well. But, uh, uh, real yeah. quick, though, uh, yeah. before we move on from this game, uh, one more time. I'm clearly taking the Niners. So uh, I know that they are getting points. So I like that. Uh, what was the over under again in this game? 46 and a half. And that's actually the over under in the next game as well. Oh, 46 and a half. I am going to say, I think the final score of this game will be 24 to 17. So I will take the under and I think the Niners win. So uh, there's only, you know, four picks this week. So I will go with uh, no lock at all on the actual game. Cause as I said, I don't, I don't love this game, but I'm going to take the under as the bronze. Lock. I feel more confident once again about the AFC today. Okay, well, I'm moving on to the, would this be the main event? I would say this is the main event. This is the rematch of last year's AFC Championship. Uh, we have the three seed, the 14 and four Cincinnati Bengals traveling to the one seed, 15 and three Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs that have never played an away game in the playoffs under Patrick Mahomes' quarterback which that's five consecutive seasons, which just wild. That is impressive. And like, yeah, don't come at me and say, oh, we played two Super Bowls. That doesn't count. It does not. It's, it's, they had to play at a visitor's uh, stadium in the playoffs, which that like even Tom Brady couldn't do that. No. Like that's that's crazy. Um, and I do think that they has the perfect combination of a head coach and quarterback. So that that's awesome as well. But it does help. But, like, Cincinnati, how about them just, like, leapfrogging Buffalo in the conversation of, like, who in the hierarchy of the AFC or even the NFL? Like, because, I mean, for all season long, even though Cincinnati was in the Super Bowl last year, even though Buffalo hasn't been in the Super Bowl since the 90s, Buffalo was still ahead of the Bengals. And then I think... I think they put that to bed on Sunday when they went into Buffalo and just like, no, we're making this our house for the day. And uh, it can snow, it can do whatever it wants, but uh, we're going back to Kansas City. And I'm excited for this game. Like Bengals were like, you want to crown them? Crown them! <laughs> they are who we thought they were. Yeah. Uh, then with Kansas City and the Jaguars, like without Patrick Mahomes getting injured in that game, uh, it would have been probably not as fun of a game to watch. No, to be honest with you, I think not. that Kansas City would have handled their business, and we'd be like going into this game maybe talking about a different story. But with Patrick Mahomes having this high ankle sprain, that isn't great. I mean, that limits his mobility. Even though he showed on Saturday night that it didn't really matter much because it didn't stop him from making those sidearm passes and doing his crazy throws that he always does. And he even ran some, but uh, I just, I don't know. I, the Cincinnati defense has been looking really good. They played really good against Buffalo. Like they were like the, the bills wide receivers couldn't do anything. They were covered like all day long. Like even Eli Apple was playing good and like, he's up and down. You never know. Okay. You're going to get out of him. But, Never know which know. kind of like, apple you're going to get from him. A crab or a Granny Smith. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, 
Cincinnati, I forgot to say, Cincinnati is favored by a point and a half. And it's because of the Patrick Mahomes injury. I think that it probably Kansas City would have the point and a half favor if well, it wasn't for the injury. Well, fun fact, this game actually opened at, with Kansas City being favored by three. And the line has swung all the way in favor already now to a point and a half for Cincinnati because all the money is going on Cincy. And I do believe but that's it is because of the injury. I think you're 100% right. That That's scary, though, as well, because like now everybody's writing Kansas City off just like Cincinnati was written off. And look what happened. Look what Cincinnati did when they got wrote off. There's a lot of like things to dissect with this, too. Burroughs never lost to Mahomes. Um, it's like, when's it going to happen? Is this the time it's going to happen? Is the injury going to be in Kansas City's head and they're going to be like freaking out early and, uh, got Joe Cool out there just driving them down, scoring some early touchdowns like he did against Buffalo. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. I definitely think that Kansas City's defense isn't as strong as Cincinnati's defense. And... Cincinnati's offense is probably better than Kansas City's offense. I mean, that's hard to say because Kansas City probably has an MVP, but, I mean, that receiving core, tight end, offensive line, even though they're banged up, I don't know. They uh, look like, like road grinders this last week against Buffalo. They were mauling that Buffalo defensive line. It didn't even look fair out there. And then so many storylines going ahead into the Super Bowl. Like, we could get – uh, Andy Reid coached Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, how cool would that be? You know, couldn't get it done with Philadelphia, and he comes and maybe beats the team he couldn't get it done with, or he loses to that team. Like, or then you get, for the third time in NFL history, a Cincinnati-San Francisco Super Bowl, which could have happened last year too, I but could've. it didn't. Um, or we get the rematch from two or three seasons ago, Kansas City, Cincinnati. I mean, Kansas City, San Francisco, sorry. It's just, like, I don't see a bad matchup with these four teams. I think that whoever wins on Sunday, we're going to have a good Super Bowl matchup. I am picking Cincinnati because of Joe Cool. Like, you watch this guy play. He, he has ice in his veins. He, like... Kansas City is at the top. They leapfrogged Buffalo. They beat Kansas City, and they won the Super Bowl. I think Cincinnati leapfrogs Kansas City. Uh, and rightfully so. I think Joe Burrow in the next decade is going to be the guy, like, winning MVPs. And I don't think – I think we're going to see Cincinnati in this, uh, like, situation – for many years to come and we they've been talking about kansas city and buffalo but i think that rivalry is past and sorry josh allen but uh joe burrow took your spot i'm going cincinnati in this game yeah i i i, I mean right away i'm gonna tell you i do completely agree i'm going cincinnati starting to take all of the uh drama out of the rest of what i'm gonna say but so first of all josh allen I don't know if he will ever win a Super Bowl. I think he is. Either. I think he's our generation's Dan Marino. I think that he is wow. 
uh, just so talented and can make anything around him great. But I don't think he's got the gumption to get it done. And I just, I think he's going to always be the bridesmaid and never the bride. I mean, there's been a lot of comparisons about the Bills being the Packers of the AFC. And, I mean, it's hard to, like, not notice a lot of the similarities and how they are the best team in the regular season for the majority of the regular season and come in and then just lose in such a disappointing way. I mean, there's a lot of similarities, and a lot of people are saying that maybe they should fire McDermott, and I don't think that's going to help anything. I think he's actually a really good coach. I think losing Brian Dable um, hurt him a little bit. I mean, they would have been a lot better this year if they still would have had him an offensive coordinator. And look what he did to the Giants. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, Poor, poor Josh Allen. I do feel bad for the guy because, like, I mean, he's still great. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Oh, I'm yeah. not saying anything. Like, I'm not trying to, like, like put him down in any way. I'm just saying that Joe Burrows, like, dude, I don't know. It, it's another, um, and this is, like, because Patrick Mahomes, I'm I'm not even going to count him in this. If I had to, like, make a comparison it's at this moment. It's not even fair. It's weird, like, because he yeah. doesn't, like, fit. I don't know he's why been, he doesn't fit in this category, but he's he's in a category of his own. It's crazy. Yeah, it's totally different. But this, the Joe Burrow, Josh Allen thing, feels a lot like the Tom Brady, Peyton Manning thing, where Tom Brady, like, and don't get me wrong, I do think that probably just fundamentally, Joe Burrow's more talented than Tom Brady is, just physically. And in a lot of ways, I would say that Josh Allen is far more physically talented than Peyton Manning ever was. Well, yeah, for sure. Pay man can run worth a lick. Yeah, neither can Tom Brady. <laughs> but and so, but I think it's the like a good comparison for this generation because Joe Burrow just gets it done. It doesn't seem to matter how he just gets it done. And last year, yep, they lost the Super Bowl. And but this year, after they like turned it on halfway through the season, it has felt like all that they are talking about and feeling in that locker room is. We're getting back to that Super Bowl, and we're going to fix what we f***ed up last year. Dang it! There's a whistle. And it's so good. But, so I'm taking Cincinnati here. And the real question is, is is it worth putting down a bet on the final being 27-24? Because that's the final of the last two games, of both games. 27 Cincinnati, 24 Kansas City. I mean, I think it might be worth, you know, putting 50 bucks down. I mean, if it hit, like, that would be pretty cool. But I I don't have the cojones to do that. Like, that's too specific of a bet for me. Like, I like to have a little wiggle room in my bets. Like, you know. I don't know. But, uh, Dead on. I, I don't know, like, if that can happen again. <laughs> I mean, anything can happen in the NFL. But, like, I mean, the at halftime – they showed the score for the Cowboys uh, San Francisco game as Cowboys six San Francisco nine. With the numbers right next to each other, so it was sixty nine. So oh. I'm like, I go, I go, nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, also, they do that stuff just to please me. I know they do. Obviously, <laughs> we're all we're all very childish deep down. But I uh, also have to say, silver lock of the week is with the over on this game, especially since it's forty six and a half. Hit that over. This 
there will definitely be points. If whichever, if Cincinnati could, like Cincinnati could blow the Kansas City Chiefs out for like a quarter or two, and then Kansas City will find a way to drag themselves back into this game. I like legitimately, they could probably score sixty points in this game, and I wouldn't be shocked. So, uh, just uh, just a question I just thought of while you're talking. Do you think Kansas City is better overall this season than they were last season? Hmm. That's a good question. I think the defense is worse this year, but I think they lost Honey Badger. Yeah. But I think the offense, even though they lost Tyreek Hill, once again, they lost that like hyper explosiveness that they had the past few years, but I feel like they became the death by a thousand paper cuts and became in a lot of ways better. So I I mean, so does that mean that Juju Smith Schuster and uh, MVS? Yeah, Marvez Scat or Valdez Scatling, like putting them together, they're combined to equal a Tyreek Hill. Is that what we're saying here? <laughs> uh, and then you sprinkle in some Kadarius Tony like halfway through yeah, the year. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you need all yeah, three yeah. of them to get the Tyreek Hill effect. Weird. Yeah, but so yes, you I- can replace Tyreek Hill for a lot cheaper. Just use multiple people. Yeah. I guess. Oh. 100%. You got to take I mean, all the money. It only works if you have a Travis Kelsey, though. Yeah. Well, that's that's for sure. You have to have the number one tight end in football and maybe the number one tight end to ever play football because Travis Kelsey is a wild, wild guy. And shoe on the other foot, do you think that Cincinnati is better than they were last year? Because I do. Oh, 100%. That's actually Both not even a question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without, without a question, I think Cincinnati is better. Like, Last year, I think they arrived a year early. I think that they weren't supposed to be in the spot they were in. And they're just like, oh, wait, we can do this? And they did it. And then this year, they're like, they have a different feel. Like, they felt like kids last year. Like, they felt like underdogs. Now they feel like legit. Like, yeah, we grew up this summer. We hit our growth spurt and our balls dropped. And we're men now. That's what it last, feels like. <laughs> last year was probably Josh Allen's last shot to win a Super Bowl. It was probably his year last year because I bet the they could have beat the Rams. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I don't know if Cincinnati was going to come into Buffalo last year and beat the Bills. I don't know how Kansas City – I mean, I know it was a coin flip. I, I mean, well, still, I still don't understand how that game seconds. got into overtime. It, does, it doesn't make, I did, doesn't like, make sense, but, yeah. I don't know. And then – just for Kansas City to get the taste of their own medicine the very next week. Huh? Oh, man. Everyone had to and eat their cup. You know what sucks about all of that? It's not going to be that good this year. Like, last year we were spoiled. Like, the divisional round, all four of those games were just, like, four of the best games you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. And then the conference championship, like, wait, we got something better for you. And, like, those games were just – off they were the like, charts. Hold my beer. <laughs> and like this year's divisional round comparatively was very underwhelming. Like yeah. the best game was the Cowboys 49ers game, and that wasn't even that great. Now it's I pretty mean, boring. Like the, the Bills Cincinnati game was fun to watch, but at the same time, it was like the Bills never felt in control. No, the, the Bills never even felt like they were close in that game. It felt like Cincinnati was controlling them from opening bell to the final closing bell. 
just feel like they in that uh, San Francisco Dallas game. It just felt like Dallas was never truly out of it. Like I mean, and that's what happens when you have Mr. Irrelevant and his quarterback and the defense that Dallas has. It could have been a pick six and everything would have changed. But yeah, I don't know. I are these games have the potential to be that good? I do. I just don't know if they will be, but I'm excited. I'm uh, going to my parents this weekend to have dinner for my dad's birthday. So uh, I watched the Chiefs uh, Bengals game last year with my dad. He went over for his birthday, so it's like deja vu all over again. Hey, it was so fun last year. Let's run it back again. Yeah. I love uh, Yogi Berra isms. I do too. They're classic. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I don't know, really know what else to talk about about these games because like, nah. it's all been said, and even if we haven't said it, other people have. It's it's all been done, I really baby. Feel like, I really feel like this is probably the final four, like the best four teams in the NFL. Everyone talked about how strong the AFC was. I don't think they were as strong as we thought they were. I think like the cream of the crop, the rose to the top, like it's yeah. supposed to. It's just, it's so weird. And I think that it also, like, it uh, kind of opened up the NFL. Like, just, you can see, like, how flawed they are. With, they were very competitive this in the regular season, but it's because so many teams were so bad. And then when yeah. you actually get to, like, the good teams versus the bad teams, you find out, like, there aren't any good teams. And that kind of sucks. We yeah. need to, like, do something to fix that. I don't know how, but I want it. <laughs> I want everyone. I want I want more parity. I want everybody to be good. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> nice. Then we get ties all the time, probably, and I don't want that. Hey, I want more ties. Just just to mess with everything. I don't. But <laughs> anyways, I don't know. You got anything to say? Uh, no. Finish up this show? No, uh, just uh, hammer the Bengals this week. I know all the money's going on the Bengals, so it feels like one of the times you should fade them. But I just, I don't know. It feels really like the Bengals' time. It and does. Brett, I'm sorry. If the Bengals lose this week, don't blame us. They'll be back. <laughs> They'll be back, and I hope that they're wearing their all-whites because I think when they're the white Bengals... Like the white Bengal Tigers, they're, they're that's their best uniform. I like them. I like them. I don't lot. know why, but they just look cooler when they're just wearing the white helmets. I don't know what it is. I agree. I like the white and black. It's a badass look. But anyway, so I guess uh, I can close this one out. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Diesel underscore VFTR. Follow Chad on Twitter at Chad's underscore Mind. You can follow Visionaries Global Media on Twitter at Viz Global Media. You can uh, send your podcasts in to be added to the network by sending them to visionariesglobalmedia at gmail.com where you'll be heard on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, uh, Potable, Podknife, and of course SoundCloud because that's like the mothership of all the podcasting platforms basically. Um, and also a lot more. And don't forget to like this and subscribe if you're on YouTube or upvote or like or share whatever you're listening to this on. And just 
help us get out there a little bit more just because yeah i don't know i don't know it's why nice of you yeah it's nice of you i don't i don't know why you'd want to actually because we're just two guys sitting in our basements talking about football no i mean football football but uh I don't know. I mean, make sure you travel to McDonald's. They're not sponsoring us, but they got their bagel breakfast sandwiches back. And uh, tell them Diesel sent you. You're not going to get anything for it, but just tell them that. Just tell them. Um, yeah. See what happens. <laughs> On that note, I've been Dapper, and I'm also Diesel. And uh, I guess I'll be seeing you. I guess we're not doing anything next week because who wants to talk about Pro Bowl? I mean, not us. playing football. So, yeah, we're going to take a week off. Uh, then come back, discuss Super Bowl and just a full season review. And uh, yeah, so but until then, hope you guys have a great conference championship weekend. And let's watch some football. Bye. This has been a Visionaries Global Media production. Visionaries Global Media. Envisioning excellence on a global scale.